Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Uh, I hope so. I hope you see I'm getting getting my shot to go a little bit more. Um, I mean, I just want to want to be there for my teammates, offensively and defensively, and I uh, just want to just want to. I mean, impose my will as much as I can on the game. Every every night I go out there and play, so um, I, I definitely always try to make shots for my teammates and. Uh, they've been falling down these last couple of games a little bit more. Welcome in Hawks fans, your boy Bryce Lewis back at it again for another Believe in Hawks podcast. Hawks finally breaking the losing streak, winning tonight over the Brooklyn Nets and another wild, wild game, high scoring affair, went into overtime for the Hawks to be able to pull it off, but they were able to get the job done. Trey Young with another big night, played well in the first quarter and played well in overtime, put the team on his back, had a duel with Mikel Bridges on the Brooklyn Nets, one of the best duels you'll see this season in the NBA. So we were able to be able to witness that type of performance from two guys. But overall, for us Hawks fans, it was important for us to get the win, get back on a winning track, get back to 500, and try to build off this momentum moving forward. So we're going to break it all down for you on the Believe in Hawks podcast. I'm your boy, Bryce Lewis. You know how we do here. We're going to talk all things Hawks and try to get it done tonight, man. Like I said, good win. Before we get into the breakdown, obviously, guys, if you're watching me on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, like the video. Go ahead, show your boys some love. Also, if you're listening to me through any audio podcast, leave a review, rate the, rate the podcast. Any Anything will be much appreciated for me and everything under the sun. So, obviously, you're letting me be part of, part of your day. So, I'm thankful for that and everything under the sun. So, like I said, guys, Hawks were able to get a good win tonight over the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. I'll rephrase that. We got a much-needed win. But at the same time, it was a win that came with a lot of frustrations. There's still issues like defense. We've let up 145 points tonight. Hawks on 147, 145. So that's not ideal. Hawks again had a 10-point lead at half. Lost it. Almost lost the game on multiple occasions, but able to win. Questionable coaching decisions. I didn't understand Quinn's decision at the end of the game to have Trey Young come in and then you take out Capella, but that didn't make sense. He didn't do it in overtime, but I didn't understand in that particular possession, especially because they got beat on a putback, where if you had a Kongu there, that might have not happened. So there's a lot of things to break down out of this win. This is one of those games that regardless of whoever wins the game, either side is going to be like, there's some serious issues that we need to address. So, luckily, we're on the winning side of it, but things we got to address, and we're going to address that here. Like I said, Trey Young, 43 points tonight, back to Trey Young, having a big night tonight, two back-to-back great games from our star. Now, listen, in today's game, if you watched it, great in the first quarter, not great in the fourth, or not great in uh, quarters two through four, but came back in overtime, put the team on his back. Like I said, had a duel with Mikael Bridges. He shot 50% from three. That was big. So he's clearly seeming more comfortable with that shot. I said tonight that I felt like the jump shot seemed a little bit more natural tonight. It seemed a little bit more. It just seemed like it was more rhythm. It looked good leaving his hand. I think you could see that he's been working on that. He's been trying to improve that. 
Eddie was able to successfully be able to do that. So, you know, this is the Trey Young that Hawks fans have been asking, begging, praying for, because Trey has not had these types of performances outside of the uh, Mexico City game against Orlando. Really, Trey has been pretty, like, you know, he hasn't been like Trey Young like we expect. But tonight he came back and he did what he needed to do to get the team on his back and get him to the finish line and get him a win. Jalen Johnson tonight, he – Jalen Johnson had an interesting game to me because he only had 7.6 rebounds and three assists. But I felt like there were opportunities for points. I felt like DeJounte, especially the last two quarters, overtime and fourth, I felt like there were potential opportunities on fast breaks where Jalen was ahead of the pack and DeJounte chose not to give it to him. Or I remember there was a particular play. Jalen got got ahead of the defense and DeJounte didn't pass it to him. And I'm just like, Jalen could have had some easy buckets. And I think on a lot of those possessions, they settled for threes, which some were made, some weren't. But I, I kind of felt like tonight Jalen only t- took seven shots. He missed a couple of bunnies. He did miss a couple of bunnies tonight. Wasn't his best performance. But but I feel like he played hard. I feel like he he was doing what he needed to do. Um, you know, so and we know what Jalen is capable of. I mean, we, he had he had he made a ridiculous play, a block, uh, on a lob early in the game. I mean, he he does some incredible things. So, you know, tonight you may not the stat line may not reflect how Jalen played tonight, potentially, all the way. You know, it looks like a pretty pedestrian stat stat line, but I, I think he he really did play well for the Hawks. DeJounte, if he would have shot tonight, had 20, uh, six and eight tonight. Uh, but a little if he would have shot, hit a couple, hit a big three late. Uh, you know, again, not really an efficient night for the backcourt after having a really good night yesterday. Um, you know, but he he was able to make enough, enough plays. To, to contribute to the win tonight. Uh, you know, he's obviously a guy also defensively. He puts in work on that end of the ball. Quinn Snyder actually talked about earlier today going back to Trey Young about Trey Young having a steal in every NBA game up to this point. Trey Young, uh, he's been putting in work defensively. Something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. He's been putting in work defensively, put doing what he needs to do uh, to be great, to be successful in that regard. So he, ha- he has been really good and really strong in that area. Uh, and so, you know, the defense, even though it doesn't look great at all right now, there's some key things you can look at and say, okay, there's some pluses there. DeAndre Hunter, 25-11 tonight. DeAndre was under heavy scrutiny. I mean, the last few games, especially during this losing streak, he has not been good at all. I mean, that's just simple as I can put it to you. But tonight, he at 25, who was a big part of why they won this game. Now, one thing I also said about Hunter yesterday on the pod was that I felt like Hunter in the losing streak wasn't taking a lot of shots. I felt like Hunter, I felt like Hunter was not really aggressive, if that if that makes sense. Like I just I just felt like this they they weren't. Because in the Knicks game, he only took seven shots in that game. It, well, I'm looking at the way for this load, guys. Hold on a second. But he only took seven shots in that Knicks game. Then Philly game only took seven shots. 
than Pacers game. Only took seven shots. Tonight against the Nets, took 16, had 25. I, I, I said that I, I feel like with Hunter, he during that streak, and then also, like I said, ever since he injured his fingers, his shot just hasn't been there. But it's like he's just not taking a lot of shots. And I think that, I mean, obviously, if you're only taking seven shots, I mean, it's you're not going to score 15, 16 tonight. You just, I mean, unless you're, unless you're perfect, unless you're going perfect from the field every time, or you're getting free throws, which he's not really getting a lot of those either. So he took, he took more than double the shots he's taken in each of the last three games and had 25. And got to the free throw line night seven to seven. So that I think that was big for him. DeAndre Hunter, one of them guys, man, who the way he like I said, he's a methodical player. He's a guy you gotta, and I think this is what Quinn has been trying to do with him. Back to the basket. A lot of his points tonight came off driving the ball. He works on the J. I think he tries to shoot it. If the shot's open, he'll take it. But I don't think that's how DeAndre is going to get his points. When DeAndre was doing really, really well, it was a combination of the jump shot plus getting to the rim. Because, like I said, you're DeAndre Hunter. You're a big, strong guy. You can get in there, pound, and get a couple of easy shots, some layups, take advantage of matchups in the post, you know, when you get posted up, things like that. When he tries to just start shooting all the time and it's not and it's not going down for him, that's when you get those performances where you're just like, he's giving you nothing. And then you and then every time he gets cooked on defense, you're like, well, he's not giving us anything defensively either. So overall, you know, you it was good to see him bounce back tonight with the performance that he had. Just hopefully, maybe he can get back on that track he was during the winning streak instead of what we've seen recently. You know, and, and like I said, tonight there was a formula to how he played. There was a formula to how he played during the win streak. If he could just, if there's, if the Hawks can keep him involved in the offense, get him good looks, and he continues to be aggressive driving to the paint, trying to make plays there, I think Hunter can be fine. I just think when he just tries to jack up shots or if he's only taking five, six shots a game, you're not you're not getting anything from your starting three, and that's just not going to cut it in the NBA, especially today's NBA. You got to get more from your 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 wings. You know, it can't just be Jalen Johnson pretty much in that starting lineup. It has to be Hunter and him. Or if Capella just happens to have one of those really strong offensive games, you know, him and him. You know that that is what the Hawks really need from him right now. So overall, it was good to see him bounce back. Capella had a good game tonight, man. 14-15. I mean, he 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 was pretty much all over the boards, fighting in there. A lot of possessions against Claxton and them. You know, had a, a good number of putbacks tonight. I mean, he pretty much does what Clint Capella does. I mean, he, there's not much to say. Pretty much gives you what he has always given you. The only issue we have with him is when he misses layups, and those are costly points to us. You know, that's the only time where you're kind of like, what what are we doing here? Or against, you know, different types of center matchups, seeing maybe a more athletic center against him sometimes is not the best matchup for Capella. And so sometimes we're kind of like, all right, can we see more Yeka Kangu this game because of that? Bogdanovich tonight, 14 off the bench. He had a green light, didn't he? That boy with Jack, he, 
jacking up shots. Like, Bogdanovich just had a couple of games where he clearly has gotten that green light where he's just like, take it. Like, like, like he jacks up some shots, man. He jacks up some threes. It's like he ain't even thinking about driving, trying to create separation. He's just trigger happy. Three. Clearly, Will Snyder has told his team put up more threes. Bogdanovich said bet. That boy said bet. Boy put up 11 threes tonight from him. Only made three. So, obviously, last night he was hot. Tonight wasn't. But, I mean, he made a, he made a couple. Still gave you some production off the bench. Kongu with a double-double tonight, 12-10. and 10, Pretty decent game from him. Had a big, big block in that, in that overtime to help the Hawks win that win the game tonight. That was big from him, a guy who I think some people have been up and down on because he's been giving up and down performances. He sometimes have really, really solid games. And then sometimes he has games where you're just kind of like, really? Is that all you're giving me? Especially after the contract extension. You get paid, now people are going to put even more pressure and put more eyes on you because you're getting paid a little bit more now, too. So, you know, that's something, too. But luckily, Akangu did what he needed to do tonight. Played well. You know what I'm saying? Did what he needed to do. Can't be mad at him. Can't complain. Hawks, like I said, getting a good win tonight uh, with him. And then, obviously, Bay playing 25 minutes at 12 points tonight. I mean, not really a crazy performance. He just did, you know, enough off the bench. I mean, you got your, you, like I said, this eight-man rotation. You got double digits from Bay, Ayeka, and uh, Bogdanovich. I mean, and the only other guy who played tonight was AJ Griffin with three minutes, which I know people are mad about just because they're like, why is AJ not playing? Listen, when he got blue by, I said, that man come back into the game. When AJ got that run and he got blue by, I said, this is why, this is why Quinn's like, yeah, I can't play you because if you're getting blue by like that, like, I, we got offense. I mean, I, I don't need your offense. I need to, I need defense. And that's why Wesley Matthews plays. At the end of the day, guys, that's why Wesley Matthews plays. Because of that. <laughs> if they needed offense, AJ would play more. They don't, though. They scored 147. They scored 152 last night. AJ, what is AJ changing in that regard? It's the defense. It's the defensive part that I think keeps him in and out of the rotation for Quinn and, and this team. But like I said, good win tonight, man. They shot 44% from the field, 37 from three. It hit 18 threes tonight, 93% from the free throw line. You know, rebounding battle was very even tonight. That's been a area of of work for this team. Fifty eight total to fifty nine total for the Nets. Uh, Twenty two offensive rebounds. Both both teams were having plenty of second chance opportunities tonight. Hawks were able to get ten steals, eight blocks. So they were. So again, they're making they they created turnovers. They they got some good stuff, but still see one forty five from them on the other side of the board, and that's not ideal. I mean, obviously, if you look at the actual field goals attempted tonight, Brooklyn took 113, the Atlanta took 116 shots. I mean, that kind of tells you the story of the game right there. Both teams getting up a lot of shots in regulation and overtime. But, yeah, overall, like I said, defensively, man, the Hawks got to clean it up. Got to because this is this is unsustainable. First, like the thing about the Pacers is if like I said, if you if you go through their schedule, they are in shootouts every night. But the Pacers are always able at times to get enough stops, and that's why so far 
they have the record they have and they're playing really, really well. And they were the first team to clinch in season. They were able to beat guy, the team like Philly. Like, like if you don't think it's sustainable to win a championship, but it like the way they play can win them games. The problem with the Hawks is that they just can't get stops when they need to get stops. And it was crazy because, again, during the win streak, the four-game win streak, they were able to get stops. And then just these last two games, man, it's like there's just no resistance. And a little bit also seems like, and I know y'all sometimes feel this too, don't y'all watch these games sometimes and kind of feel like, it feels like teams are just making crazy stuff against the Hawks. Like, it's almost like, honestly, it was defended pretty well. He's just making shots. Like, like, like there's games where you can tell, well, like I could tell like when we played the Knicks the first time and when we play certain teams, it's like, well, they're just getting wide open looks. There's no contests. Of course they're going to score. Of course they're going to make. But, but but these last two games, there have been some open shots like any game, but I felt like there was a lot of shots where guys were just pulling up with a hand in their face and just knocking them down. I mean, you know, and I feel like tonight was an example of that. Nets hit some tough shots. And and Mikhail, like I said, was big tonight for them. Um, they got some good contribution from their role players. Uh, I can only imagine if Cam Thomas played this game, how that would look. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think the Hawks know that they have to change things defensively. Like, like clearly, if you're Quinn Snyder, you've gone through two games letting up almost 300. Well, actually, hold up. You have let up. About let's see, you let 157. Yeah, you've let up over 300 points. If my math is correct, 302 points the last two games. Scored over 300 points. That's great. But you've also let up. Well, actually, I think they have 299, actually. So they actually didn't hit 300. But you've let up over 300 points. You can't win an NBA like that. That's just as simple as I can put it to you. Just can't. And the Hawks got to clean that up. They got to play better defense. Have to play better defense. There's just there's no other way. I mean, this is just not a sustainable model. You're in a situation where you, you have to score because you can't get a stop. Luckily, the Hawks have been able where were able to score tonight. Luckily, during this win streak, Trey Young snapped out of it and was able to get back to vintage Trey during all of this. So that's been big for them, and that has helped them a lot. But it's just, like I said, not a sustainable model. You got the Wizards coming in town who are one of the worst defensive teams in the league, so the Hawks should be able to get whatever they want against them. But again, they got guys like Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole who can put the ball in the rim. So, you know, if you give them easy looks, they could easily both go get 30 on you. So, you know, you're, it looks like you could be in for another high-scoring game coming up Saturday. And then if you win that game, you got the defending uh, – actually, not defending anything. You got the Boston Celtics coming in here, who are the, who's the best team in the league to me outside of maybe Denver. And then Minnesota, I mean, we already played them, but, I mean, they've they've been great. But you got Boston coming in here, coming off an impressive win tonight over Milwaukee. So, you know, like, 
got got to got to clean it up. Got to clean it up. Because if not, that Sunday game is about to get ugly with Boston. Like, if Hawks don't clean up defensively, they're about to get run out the building by Boston. Because Boston could like like the like the Hawks are able to score on Boston, and the Hawks are a really good offensive team, so they could maybe score against them. But Boston is capable of shutting you down defensively. You got Drew Holiday, who you know is going to be all over Trey. You got Derek White, who has always been known as a really good, strong perimeter defender. You know Tatum and Brown are going to defend. You know, you know. Porzingis is a seven foot center. If you're the Hawks, like you're, you, you can't play defense like this and expect to even have a shot against the Celtics. Can't. Also, a very interesting game, too, because I'm wondering how Quinn's going to play that game. It's a regular season, so you're not maybe going to do what you would do in the playoffs all the way. But I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see with Porzingis how that affects how the center position is going to be played because. Porzingis is is a much more gifted offensive player, and even if they go at Horford, like they're gonna stretch you at one through five. So I wonder if a Kongu potentially might see more time during that. It'll just be something interesting. I'll keep an eye on for that game on Sunday, but um, we'll we'll have to see uh, what that looks like um, in the grand scheme of things against them. So, but yeah, like I said, the Hawks want to. Hawks want to like get another streak going winning wise. They're going to have to play much better defense than they've played. I mean, that's, that, that's really as simple as it gets um, for me. If not, you're, you're going to be an elite offensive team and a really bad defensive team. And what, where does that put you? That puts you in the middle. That puts you at average. And that's going to put you around 500, which you are right now. The Hawks could just play. Like I've said, everybody said the Hawks can just be an average defensive team. They would be a top six team, top five team in the Eastern Conference. They just can't play average defense. And that's a problem. Listen, like I said, Landry got to look at things. If the defense doesn't improve, we got to think, okay, why are we not going to play defense? What do we need to make? What is affecting us? Is it we're not versatile enough? Do we just not have the right people for, for the defense that we want to run? These are questions that you have to ask. All depends. So it, it's something that I think, you know, you'll you'll talk about. And obviously, like I said, you're happy you got the win tonight just to get the streak over with, get, get a better feeling. Like I said, they've lost four in a row at home. Now they're three and five, I believe, at home this year. You've technically been a better road team than home team. So I guess that bodes well for you playing better against the Wizards. Uh, sister, uh, since you're traveling to Washington for that one, maybe I don't know, could be wrong, could be right. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see how how everything plays out. Um, yeah, so overall, tonight, obviously, pose question to you guys. What did you think of tonight? What were you happy about? What were you not happy about? What would you like to see improve? What do you think can improve? Um, you know, I mean, there's there's just it's still early. There's still some things this team's working through, trying to get better at. Uh, I think 
there's been improvement to this team in certain situations and certain things that they're doing. I think the offense in general is much more fluid than it was the last couple of years, which I think has helped. But defensively, I think everybody is on board. That is the biggest spot on this team that needs the most improvement for this team to be able to take the next step and for them to be able to go further than they've been, you know, in the last couple of seasons or have a chance to be. So that to me is the big thing for the Atlanta Hawks tonight to come out of this game with you won, but it wasn't pretty and it's not the way you want to win games in the league. And it's not a sustainable way of winning in the league like that. So it's just something that you got to look into, try to figure out how can you be better and improve it, you know? Uh, and, you know, I know Quinn's going to get back in there with him and try to figure that out. Quinn, Quinn Snyder, by the way, going crazy. When they, when they didn't call that out of bounds, that boy Snyder almost got tossed, got teed up. Boy, ready to start fighting. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that boy David Miller would have just been, would have just, just would have had his arms folded. Hmm. Darn. <laughs> nah, but for real, for real, for real, for real. Good win for the Hawks tonight, man. Get the win. Get back on track. Get on the winning track. See if you can build some momentum off of this and keep pushing forward, trying to get ready for the Wizards, then Boston on Sunday. We're back to back again Saturday, Sunday. So we have a full weekend of Hawks basketball coming up here, guys. So if you guys excited for that, guys. We're going to tune in, support the team, see how things go. But like I said, before we go, like I said, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Or if you're watching me on my YouTube, go ahead, leave a like on the video. Go ahead, tell your friends, share the video. Let other Hawks fans find this so we can grow this podcast. Also, same thing through all my audio listeners as well. You can listen to this on any podcast platform. So if you're making me a part of your day, I just want to say thank you to you for letting me be a part of your day. So like I said, it's your boy Bryce Lewis. This is the Believe in Hawks podcast, the Believe Network. We'll see you next time.